Ben Smith is a fitness coach and nutrition coach, entrepreneur, Army veteran, and mental health advocate based in Los Angeles. With more than a decade working in health and fitness, he has led programming at respected strength training gyms in LA, developed online training for high-performance individuals all over the world, and currently travels the globe as a performance coach for clients in the music industry. Ben leverages his platform to promote holistic mind-body wellness by candidly sharing his own experience along the way. Coming up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Getting a new car is exciting, and you deserve a hassle-free buying experience. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union makes each step of the car buying process simple, with all you need, all in one place. Find out more at NavyFederal.org. All right, Army veteran Ben Smith, welcome to the show. You're a fitness and nutrition coach. A lot of great things to talk about. Take us back. Tell us what you did in the Army. Yeah, hey, it's great to meet you. I'm happy to be here. My name is Ben Smith. Uh, I'm a former former Army guy. Um, I was uh, an artillery officer for just shy of seven years um, in the military. I, I served with the 101st Airborne, 1st Infantry Division. Um, and then I spent my undergrad years at West Point. So I, so I commissioned out of, out of USMA and then, uh, you know, did my time in the army. I, uh, I had an incredible time. I, I loved the army. I loved the team building and camaraderie, uh, that accompanied my service. The friendships I have from that experience are some that have lasted, you know, into now my thirties, five years removed from service. Um, I left the army, a couple injuries really just started the process of me looking for other opportunities. I had a, I had a larger injury when I was 26, so t- 2016. And I just had this epiphany where I was like, holy shit, I'm a young guy and I shouldn't be broken. Um, kind of changed my perspective on a career in the army and what that might mean for me. Right. Um, what that might mean for my life post army, should I do 20 years or plus? Um, uh, I left the military, uh, you know, like most service members exiting, uh, and entering the civilian workforce, you are a high performer. You have expectations of how you might be able to navigate that transition. And uh, I left the army thinking that I was going to be a hot commodity. I thought that people would value my service, the work that I'd done, my ability to lead teams. Uh, I got out into the real world and nobody gave a fuck. And uh, <laughs> it was it was catastrophic for me. Um, I left this job that was my identity. I left uh, a career that I thought might last forever. I happened to have a couple other life things happen. I left a relationship. I moved across the country. I didn't get a job. Like there were all these crazy things. I ran out of money. Uh, And then I lost my mind. And uh, I tried to kill myself uh, in 2018. And then again in 2019. And uh, that threw me into the therapy world. The trauma informed, uh, you know, I don't know, self-regulation world uh, that led into exposure therapies like breath, cold, heat, uh, and then ultimately psychedelic therapies. And now uh, I work as a practitioner delivering all of those things with fitness, nutrition, and uh, sobriety work. So uh, it's a really interesting thing where the darkest moments, the most grave moments of my life post-service are the thing that have driven, has driven me into the work that I do now. 
Yeah. And so most valuable experience in my life, like losing my shit post service was the most valuable thing that could have ever happened to me because it was the impetus for all of the growth that I've had since. Wow. I'm glad you survived, yeah. man. L- l- yeah, l- me too. A l- lot of us don't, you know, a lot of us don't. <laughs> I, I talk, um, you know, I've gotten feedback in the past that I talk like rather flippantly about the experience, but like, truthfully, it's like, I'm not even that guy. Like, it's like, I'm talking about another person who went through all of that. Um, and it's just because of the breadth of my toolkit now, or the, the work that I've done since those times, uh, you know, I get often get asked, do you still experience like depression or anxiety or, uh, despair or whatever that thing is that you're, you were feeling in those darkest moments. And I'm like, absolutely. But now I just understand how to navigate it, get it. And I understand that there is so much, there is such a future. There's a future that's worth living for me. And I'm so excited about doing the things I need to do to get there. Versus like thinking that nothing, uh, will ever work out. Yeah. Did you ever struggle with any of this when you were younger? Like, you know, junior high, high yeah. school at the academy, so, the army? Yeah. So, so now I, you know, looking back an objective, being an objective reference point, you know, yeah. now, um, I can see that my entire childhood, I had struggled with anxiety and depression and I just, I just was able to distract myself from that. I didn't know what those feelings were. I didn't yeah. know how to describe them. I couldn't articulate what was happening. Um, I grew up in a household where performance was how you were valued. Like, you know, I'm a star athlete. I'm the class president. I I get straight A's. I get into the Academy. It's like all of the things it's like my worth as a, as a young child, or even as like a young man was based on how I performed academically, professionally, socially. Um, and I didn't have an identity outside of like being a star athlete or then being a, a soldier or then being like a battery commander. It's like, I didn't have, I wasn't Ben. I was just a thing that held, held the title or, uh, you know, was, was, was the awards. Um, and then, so I had this identity crisis and I think that was a large driver for my, uh, what I would describe as depression. It's like, I didn't know who I was and there was no external, you know, clout to be like a validator for me. Yeah. Like not having a job, not having any money, not having any fulfillment, not having any purpose was so painful for me that I was like, Oh shit, well, I just have to like end this pain. And that's, uh, for me at the time that was suicide. Now I have all these other ways to not do that. <laughs> right. You know, um, and I'm blessed to be able to talk about this experience because I know that like, you know, a large majority of your audience is people transitioning and wanting to become entrepreneurs. Right. Transitioning out of the service was the most difficult thing I've ever done. And then every day since becoming the version of me now is even more difficult, uh, which is like such a wild thing. But again, like I said, I'm so excited. Uh, the opportunity to work for yourself is something that, uh, I didn't understand how good it could be. And like, I'm just slowly getting into that place now. So, uh, you know, it's not all bad, you know, for all the people that are listening. Yeah. You know, and I love to talk about transition on the show cause it's something we're all going to go through, but, and I always tell people, yeah. like, I want to talk to good about the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. You, you, you've, you've got a whole different level of ugly. Uh, in your transition, but you know, we all experience that to a certain extent. It just doesn't take some of us all the way down, but, um, with you, yeah. you know, it did. And unfortunately, you know, you were able to survive, survive it and push, I've, push through it. I've back. learned, I've learned that my situation is not unique Right. for the longest time, for the longest time I thought, and that was like a huge piece of, of the way that I was feeling and the way that I dealt with my feelings. It's like, I thought that I was alone in this and that I was 
unique in my situation. Like nobody else is feeling the things that I'm feeling. Nobody else is having a difficult time transitioning. Nobody else could ever, you know, uh, understand how I'm feeling or what, what's happening to me. And, uh, so that for, for me now having these conversations and just proliferating the fact that like, if you're going through something difficult, like one, you are definitely not the first person to feel those things. And then two, the greatest gift you could ever give yourself is asking for help. I was so afraid to ask for help. And even now as a young professional, you know, I, this year, my challenge to myself or my intention for the year has been connection. So seeking out opportunities to talk like in platforms like this, or like even with like people in my field or, or active service members or veterans alike, it's like my goal for this year is just to connect and be more outward facing with the work that I do, my friendship, you know, mentorship, whatever it is. And, uh, if nothing else, like the takeaway is like, if you need help, you can surely ask for it because to not ask for it could lead to a situation where you're like me, a 28 year old kid trying to end his life. And, uh, that's not cool. Absolutely. From start to finish, Navy Federal's car buying center has everything you need to research, finance, buy, protect, and enjoy your next car. You can search for new and used cars, access vehicle history reports, and enjoy discounts on auto insurance and more. Now, if you have a new car, how about a new home to park it? Navy Federal has you covered there too. They've made it their mission to help military members and their families tackle home ownership. With their new no refi rate drop option, you can buy a home now, and if rates drop later, you could then lower your rate without refinancing. Plus, they offer other mortgage options with zero down payment, so you don't need to wait years to save. At Navy Federal, our members of the mission. Find out more at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, membership required, equal housing lender. Open to the armed forces, the DOD veterans, and their families. Credit and collateral subject to approval, rates subject to change, and are based on creditworthiness. All right, back talking with Army veteran Ben Smith, fitness and nutrition coach. So, Ben, um, you know, what a phenomenal story. And, and, you know, thank God you pulled through it and were able to get out of that. But as you started climbing out of this, what was it you discovered with fitness, nutrition, and and mental health? And where'd you take it from there? Well, first, the first thing uh, that was most important to me was I was curious, or the first most valuable thing was that I was curious about getting better. I was interested in learning about ways to potentially get better. And I think this applies to any like new venture. It could be fitness. It could be like cleaning up your diet. It could be learning an instrument. It's anything. But I was curious about how I could potentially solve this problem. And then secondly, I enlisted the help of an external accountability source. So at first, that was my roommate, a former veteran himself, somebody that was well-versed in the trauma world. Uh, He had connections with therapists locally. And I was like, yo, I need help. And so I did the thing that I was most afraid to do. I asked for help. He drove me to my first therapy session. And then my therapist then became that external accountability. And it was through through her guidance and our work together, I was able to take the next right manageable step for me. And so uh, I talk about this often, but in moments of despair or depression or like severe anxiety, whatever the thing is that you're experiencing that keeps you from doing the things that you know you need to do or the things that you say you want to do, it's like just finding out the smallest next right step. Um, There's an old story. It's like you and I are in the woods, right? We're in this densely wooded area. There are trees everywhere, snow on the ground. I can't see three feet in front of me. And I look at you and I'm like, holy shit, dude, what are we going to do? How do we get back to base or wherever we are? And you're like, yo, Ben, chill out. Look at your feet. 
and I look down at my feet and there's space between the trees and I can take a step. I take one step. I freak out again. You're like, yo, dude, like, look at your feet. I look down, there's more room for me to take a step. And I just continue to take these small manageable bite-sized steps towards, you know, base or whatever, you know, mental health or like, or whatever it is. Um, and so for me, it was just finding somebody that I really aligned with that therapist, uh, her presenting these tools in a way that I was able to consume them. They were accessible to me. And then I was able to ultimately implement them in my life. Um, and so, so really it was just being super committed to what I said that I wanted, which was, uh, self-regulation or at the time I didn't have the language to, to describe that. I was like, I just want to feel better. And, uh, we just outlined a path. So I would, I would urge anyone, uh, this goes back to my asking for help thing, but I would urge anyone, you know, going through the transition out of the military, going through the transition from sport, going through any sort of transition in your life. There are people, there are people who have navigated this thing before mm-hmm. you can leverage their experience and make it a lot easier for you. Yeah. So like as that you start- is such a valuable tool. Yeah, absolutely. So as you started coming out of this and, and got really good at it, you, yeah. you started, you started look, you know, teaching, teaching people. Yeah. You're giving me a lot of credit. Uh, um, <laughs> I just practiced a lot because I was all over the, I had a lot of opportunity to practice. Um, and I'm, I'm obsessed with the idea of ritualizing things and being super intentional. And so, um, you know, very early on it was like, Oh, I'm feeling a certain type of way. Let's like pull out my notebook and write about how I'm feeling and then craft a plan on how to navigate that. And like, it was like this long drawn out, cumbersome, painful experience. Now it's like more like, Oh shit, I feel a thing. I'm going to just, just act in the way that I know I should act or whatever it is. Um, and a lot of that comes with the overwhelm of starting a business. Yeah. Like I'd rather, I'd rather deploy than have to like do the emails that I need to do every day. Like <laughs> the, the largest stressor in my life is sorting out how to manage a, a, an ever growing business. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I always say that like, I'm in the process of healing myself and I just invite, invite other people along with me on the journey. Um, a lot of my work now is, uh, almost exclusively with, uh, touring musicians. So I tour with artists. I have a background in strength conditioning, like sports specific training. And so there are elements of my past lives in this community where it's like similar to a deployment. I'm out on the road for a long time with a small group of people. I have like my little team. I'm like a squad leader with a bunch of guys that like I love dearly. There's an aspect of it that's similar to training athletes where like if we're playing shows every other night in cities all across the country, it's just like an athlete who's playing game after game after game after game after game. So there's like load management aspects. There's training things that have to be considered. There's all the things that I love more than anything else. So it's like this really fun project. Um, but I think it goes back to something similar that we talked about was like me starting the journey to, to improving my mental, emotional health. It's like, I'm just, I was really curious about what might be a valuable tool or what might be a cool option. And you don't know until you, you try everything. And so very early on, I was trying all different types of, of mediums to like try and solve the problem. And my coaching practice has taken a similar path. It's like, I first started coaching athletes and then I started coaching friends And then after that, it turned into me coaching film and television personalities. And then I was coaching other coaches. And now because of like all that experience and the network that I built, I now coach artists because they have a very specific need and I can deliver a very specific, uh, set of skills that, that serves that need. Um, and so it's just been an effort in me iterating all the time and understanding that like no one thing is permanent, but they're all incredibly valuable to you getting to whatever that place is. And so like, 
I think people, at least myself, uh, leaving the service, I thought in like a very all or nothing type mentality, everything was black and white. Like it was either I was winning by a lot or I was like never going to win ever. And I think, uh, shifting my perspective to live more in the gray in the space between the white and the black and the highs and the lows, like that has been such an incredible thing. And that's most of, most of my work is, is shepherding people away from this like very polarizing existence, like black or white type thinking into something more gray. Yeah. Interesting. So where did the, where did the entrepreneurship come from? You always been interested in business. I think I just hated my, I think I just hated my life so much, uh, that I needed to change it. I, uh, business has not interested me. No. Um, connecting with people is the thing that I love most. And so, um, I think, you know, pain is a far greater, uh, driver for success than, than pleasure. Like if I, if I said, here's a lollipop, if you make a million dollars this year, you'd be like, okay, I don't give a shit about that lollipop. But if I put a gun to your head and I'm like, make a million dollars this year, yeah. like you're going to get a lot closer. Right. Um, so I think, uh, I think it's like Tony Robbins or somebody, Winston Churchill. I'm not sure. Somebody says that, you know, um, you know, you can leverage that pain into pretty incredible success for a short while. And I, I'm butchering the quote, but it's like, you know, I just took what I had available to me. And that was the fact that like, I hated my existence. I got a job doing digital marketing out of, out of the army. It was the only one that I could get. I was making no money. Uh, I was eating ramen noodles and eggs like for every meal. And I sat down one day and I was like, what is this? Like, what is, this is not it. And, uh, and so I just quit and I started coaching people cause that was the thing that I loved the most. It was the next right step for me. I'd been coaching for 10 years prior. Um, I built a couple businesses, then I opened my own gym and then that just, it just started to snowball, but it was all because the pain of my current existence was far too great for me to like continue living that way. Yeah. Yeah. I work a lot in the sober community. I work a lot in the sober community and it's very similar. It's like people don't get sober like for other people. They get sober because living as an addict is too painful. At a certain point, it just becomes too painful. Yeah. And that was like, that was the case for me. Wow. So with uh, coaching and fitness, nutrition, you've, yeah. d- you've developed an app recently. So tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, a lot of my work, actually almost a hundred percent of my work up until about two months ago has been very private word of mouth referral based. Uh, I do good work for somebody and then they tell their friend or somebody in the community and it just kind of grows that way. And I've loved that. I've loved it being private. It's like very safe to do that. But because my intention for this year is connection, uh, I'm trying very hard to be more public facing in the work that I do because I feel I can help a lot more people. And so um, I'm of the belief that physical fitness is the gateway drug to improved mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And so if you don't know where to start, start with moving your body. Because the goal of all of this is to get out of your thinking mind and into your feeling body. The easiest way to do that is to raise your heart weight, breathe a little heavier, and feel your body working as a unit. Um, And so uh, uh, about two months ago, I released a very simple training app. It's a low cost option to to introduce strength training, resistance training into your life. It could be, you know, your first venture into that world, or it could be a nice supplement to something you're already doing or a change from, from the present. Um, but it's just a cool way for me to interact with a lot more people and provide something that is 
what I think uh, very, very valuable and incredibly important as, as we age, especially with this community. A lot of the, a lot of the veterans I know were incredibly active. You know, fitness was a priority uh, while in the service. And then you leave the military and you realize that the rest of the world doesn't feel the same way about physical fitness. Right. And so uh, it makes me really sad when I see somebody that was so in control of their physical, mental, and emotional state while in the military, lose parts of that as they exit. And, uh, you know, I don't cater specifically to a veteran community. I cater to a lot of beginners and general population people via this platform, but it's just a really cool way. If you're like searching for some accountability and a little bit of like, you know, strategy in your training, like it's a really cool option. It costs 27 cents a day. It's, yeah, it's unbelievably accessible. Um, and it's the training that I do. So that's a, that's a really cool thing. Cool. What, what's it called? called train with Ben. So you can access it at trainwithben.app or via any of my social media platforms. My social media is Ben V Smith, B E N V E E S M I T H on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of them. Awesome. Well, yeah. talk a little bit about, uh, the ins and outs and the mechanics of creating an app. Like what was that like? Yeah. Did you just hire a company or did you find a guy that could do it for you? Yeah. So this is like my fifth, um, try. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, another really important thing for young entrepreneurs to realize is like, you think that everything you start is going to be the thing. Like when I was young, I thought my first company was going to be the one that, that I rode into the sunset. It failed. It failed almost immediately. Like we're on like, we're on like the fifth or sixth venture. You know, they all, have like kind of morphed into one now at this point, everything is generally under the same umbrella. Um, but so I started out, I tried to build my own with my own tech. And then I realized that was going to cost me more money than I've ever owned. And so I was going to need to take on investment and it was going to be such a hassle. And so I pivoted from there. I, tr- I then tried to white label a service. Uh, I owned a gym at the time. So we were going to launch an app under the name of the gym. Um, try to white label a service. And, and ultimately it was a really good experience. I learned a lot about what I don't want, what I don't want in an app, what I don't want as a coach, what I don't want in a relationship with someone who's developing my product. Um, and I ended up scrapping it. I lost a whole bunch of money. I lost all the money. I lost all the money that I had at the time. Um, I was, I was very committed. I was very committed to the thing that I was trying to do. Um, lost all the money that I had. And then, um, once I was able and felt comfortable, uh, I left, I left the gym, sold my shares in the gym and then transitioned into this thing that I do now, which is a thing I've always done. It's just now I'm very focused on this, like executive level, like VIP type coaching service that I do. Um, but yeah, I, I enlisted the help of a platform that, that services other fitness creators. And it was the lowest barrier to entry option for me. It was the one that allowed me to do the least amount of work myself and then also provide a service that was the lowest possible cost to the end user, which is a thing that I was really excited about. Um, and so it just ended up being the, the perfect situation. It'll probably evolve over time, but uh, sure. it was my third try on this specific project and it's my fifth different digital training platform I've used. So um, I think the takeaway there is like, it's probably not going to work out the first time. But the only way this is like with entrepreneurship and with life, the only way that you blow it in any venture is by quitting. And this is like coming from a dude who's like tried to quit every single thing in his life, even his own life. Like the only way that you blow it is if you quit. And so like, I'm just, I'm just not going to quit and and it'll end up working out. 
it's like the, the military planning process, like entrepreneurship is a, is a process. It's so totally the first time you run your idea through the process, you learn more about the process than you do about your idea. And if, Absolutely. if your idea is a failure, when you run it all the way through and you get to the end, it's like, Oh, I failed. No, you just learned the process a lot better than you knew it before. Run the next Absolutely. one through and when the next one through, eventually you get really good at the process. You know yes. what ideas work well in the process. And yes. And so, but if you ever just quit, you never find that, I call it your, whatever your vehicle to the fight is. Um, yeah. You run that through that process and that's how you're going to get there. I think uh, the, I had a mentor tell me one time, there's a, a big difference between an entrepreneur and a wantrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. And, and until you do something, you're just a wantrepreneur. Yep. And I, you know, I am, I'm suspect number one, you know, I just procrastinate myself to death, <laughs> agonizing over a decision, agonizing over the thing. Cause I'm, I'm convinced that this is going to be the thing and it has to be perfect. That's not the case. Like produce, like regardless of your vertical, regardless of your industry, regardless of the work you're trying to do, the business you're trying to build, just do anything. And then just like the military planning process, you'll be come very familiar with the process and then you'll learn what doesn't work, what will work. And then you'll expose yourself to ideas that you never even thought of because you're like actually in it. Um, there's this book called finite infinite and finite games or finite and infinite games. It's on my desk over there, finite and infinite games. And, um, people, so that the idea of a finite game is that the rules are explained. The people who are playing the game know who is playing and there is an outcome. The game ends with a certain, like there is a winner, the yeah. finite game, yep. the infinite game, the infinite game is this, uh, thing where like, um, there's no rules. The rules aren't explicitly stated. The people who are playing like know they're playing, but there are other people who are also playing that they don't know about. And there's no way to actually win the game and entrepreneurship. Like is an infinite game. Like the goal of the game is to keep playing this game, but people, uh, people try and keep it in a finite box. Like you don't yeah. win. Like you don't win this game. It's just like fitness. The goal of fitness is not to just like get fit and then stop forever. It's to continue expressing your fitness for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's an infinite, infinite game. And, and I think, and this was, this has been, talking about Ben's experience, but like, I thought I could win entrepreneurship. And as soon as I realized that that is not possible, like the goal of the game is to keep playing this game. It changed my entire perspective. There is no race. There's no finish line. There's no nothing. I'm just here to play. Yeah. Dang. I've never heard it put that way. That, um, yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's totally yeah. correct. That's, uh, yeah. there's a lot of things like that really. I mean, life is life in general is not uh, a finite game. One of those no infinite games. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there's a, there's a, I could do this in a, in a military context. I believe it's Simon Sinek, um, the speaker and author. He, he characterizes the Vietnam war in the same way. The American forces thought that it was a finite game. There would be a victor. There would be an end. This would, this would end with our victory and we'd return home and everything would be like, okay, sick. We won the war Yep. from the Vietnam perspective, from the enemy perspective they were just trying to survive so they could continue to fight. Yeah. They're playing the infinite to them. To them, it was infinite. Yeah. You, you can't beat somebody who's not playing your game. Yeah. How true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a phenomenal way of putting it. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so one more time, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> train with Ben is the app. Yeah. And train with Ben dot app. Okay. Find it in all the usual places. Awesome. Yeah. If you're just, if you're interested in, in like my goals are to get stronger, to feel better in my body and to look better with my clothes off in that order. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and if those are things that you're interested in, we have a simple solution. My goal for this year, my charge to myself outside of connecting with as many people as possible and, and being more public facing in my work is to just deliver simple fitness information to as many people as possible. So I'm trying to keep it as low cost as I possibly can. And, and this like is hopefully inspiring because this is the most challenging thing for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be public. I don't want to be public facing, but I'm stepping into this because hopefully it'll be inspiring. And then hopefully it'll just provide value for as many people as possible. And at the end of the day, that's what entrepreneurship is. Right. I want to, I want to solve problems and provide value. Absolutely. All right, Ben. Yeah. Um, well, we're getting close to getting close to the end of our time. I can give you the last word. Sick. So if you, if you're talking to somebody on the way out of the military, they don't really want to work yeah. corporate America at the cube farm, that kind of thing. Looking for looking, uh, looking for a way to get into business entrepreneurship. What kind yeah. of advice comes to mind? Oh, <laughs> do the thing that scares you. Awesome. So when you, when you leave, there'll be all those people who are like, yo, come work for our thing, or I'm going to headhunt you and place you in this middle level management job. And I'm like, you know, your skill set aligns perfectly with our mission. Yep. <laughs> if that feels, if that feels easy, like think about it a little bit longer. Do the, do the option that scares you because short-term pain will lead to long-term pleasure. And short-term pleasure will lead to long-term pain, just from my experience. <laughs> Great quote. Is that your quote? Did you make did you just make I, that up? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Better write that one down. That's all. That's awesome. not that's not Churchill. <laughs> I know that for sure. All right. <laughs> well, hey Ben, uh, man, thanks for thanks for telling your veteran story and uh, you know, I appreciate phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. Thanks for sharing and uh, thank you, especially your entrepreneurial journey and uh, your entrepreneurial success story. Look forward to seeing your future success with the app and everything else. Thank you very much. All right, Ben. All right. These two veterans are asking Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike. <laughs>